What's up? Hey! Welcome back to the Blue Slides Very Podcast. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Lexi. Hello. And today we're going to talk about fucking books, bro. <laughs> like always. <laughs> Alrighty, so spoiler warning. Um, As you know from last week, we are changing how we're doing the current reads, so we're no longer going to be spoiling those. But we cannot make any promises for the series that we're reading. Um, But you find out at the end of this book the biggest one that we've been spoiling. And now I haven't read further than this book, so we're going to try not to have Ashley spoil anything for us <laughs> we'll see how that goes <laughs> i was honestly this book i read it so long ago i read it like a year ago so like the whole time i was like oh my god this happened <laughs> but the trigger warnings are murder and then thea does get tortured in this book so if any of that makes you uncomfortable feel free to uh, exit and we'll catch you on a lighter episode the book we are going to be talking about today is solace by tm fraser it is book four in the King series. So good. So fucking good. Uh, now on to Ashfrey. Uh, quote brief unquote. but not brief <laughs> synopsis. Every time, bro. I, I go into this, like, and I'm like, it's going to be really short. And then it's like a fucking page and a half of, like, what happened. I, had, I shortened like the end of pages. Yeah, I shortened the end of it a little bit. I know. Are you? Like, so. <laughs> okay. We go end like that. Okay. <laughs> All right, opening scene. Bear is in. <laughs> Stop laughing. I'm sorry. Okay. Bear is in jail. He hates life without Thea. Thea is out in the world and not in jail, but she still hates her life without Bear. While Bear's in prison, three of the beach bastards get brought in, and instead of fighting with Bear to quote unquote take him out, <laughs> sorry, that was funny. They tell him that Chop is going hella cray. With his dictatorship, and he killed all of the beach bastard bitches, which are like the club hangarounds, the club whores, those kind of things. Not said with any malicious intent at all. Just the way they describe him in the book. Yeah. (laughs) Um, He killed them all because he didn't want the women to be more important than the club was. So consequently, after this happened, nine of the beach bastards turned spy and burned off their tattoos, wanting to join Bear in his quote-unquote war with Chop. Thea is taken by King to her old house in Jessup, where she stays for six months under the watchful and lovely eyes of Rage, a young cheerleader-looking girl with a quote-unquote affinity for explosions. Rage (laughs) and Thea get really close, and they're hella besties. Yes. Thea also kind of adopts a dog, slash coyote, and names him Pancakes. (laughs) After six months, Thea gets sick of waiting for Bear, so she drugs Rage with Ambien, and leaves to track down Bucky, her friend from when she grew up, that's now the deputy of Jessup. She runs into Ted, the motorcycle guy that Bear talked to in the last book while he was looking for parts for his bike, and she says she'll tell Bear that Ted said hello. When Thea finds Bucky, such a weird name, she tells him (laughs) that she wants to make the evidence disappear so that Bear can get out of jail, and he tells her that he likes her and wants her, and that's why he stopped being her friend when things, and stopped being there, yeah, basically, when she was being an adult in a teenager's body. He tells her that Bear got out of jail two weeks ago, and while she's sad, he kisses her and won't get off of her hmm, feelings. She does end up biting, or not biting, <laughs> she does end Picking up biting off. him a little bit, but my favorite part is when she kicked him and the door flew open. She goes, I didn't kick him that hard. I know, that was so funny. 
Okay, anyway, the door flies open because Bear shows up and throws him on the ground. Thea is really mad, but also hella horny. And then... <laughs> And they let Bucky leave, but Bear breaks his arm. They go back to the house, and they get Rage to leave so that they can bone, and it's mad hot. Rage comes in the next morning while they're having their wake-up call, and they go into the other room and smash. Bear has to leave to try and find his mom, who he thought was dead, but she was actually being held prisoner for Chop by Chop for, like, 25 years. Um, no biggie. And while he's gone, the man from Sunlandio comes back, the corporation that was like selling or that was buying the oranges from her family and he presents Theo with a deal for even more money Rage realizes that he's a beach bastard and she stabs both of his hands into the coffee table Rage gets an SOS text from her friend and Thea tells her to go that there's no way Mr. Coleman can hurt her because he's tied up well shit doesn't really work that way <laughs> i.e. she gets choked the fuck out bear comes in and rescues her kills mr coleman and then they fuck right next to the dead dude bear reveals that mr coleman was sent by chop and is not actually from sunlandio king and ray walk in while they're smashing and they tell bear that it's grace's time i.e. she's dying they go to visit grace and as she dies thea sings her sinatra so that she doesn't have to die to the beeping of the machines after the funeral King and Bear lock themselves in King's tattoo studio, and Ray and Thea go to clean out Grace's house. They find a picture of Bear as a small child taped to a china plate up in Grace's kitchen cabinet. They decide not to interrupt the quote-unquote party King and Bear are having and decide to wait and show it to them. Thea goes outside to get her phone to text Ted for backup for Bear when they go to confront Chop, but she gets kidnapped before she can. Ray tries to get all the info that she can, but she's unsuccessful. Gus is there when Thea wakes up from her involuntary nap and pulls one of her molars out before he gives Jake the rest of the pleasure to torture Thea. Jake waits for Gus to leave before he gets Thea out of the building and to the minivan where his very pregnant wife is waiting. Abby goes into labor, of course, and Jake takes her to the hospital while Thea takes the minivan and goes to help Bear. On her way there, she makes a phone call to try to gather up an army. Back at the Beach Bastards compound, Bear is there to kill Chop, thinking that he's the one that kidnapped Thea, only for the two of them to realize that Gus was the rat all along and Sadie was the one who kidnapped her. Sadie comes in and kills Gus before stating that she's going to kill both Chop and Bear, and she thinks that Bear is just like Chop. What a fucking bitch. 100%. Anyway, <laughs> anyway yeah. Chop asks Sadie for the chance to kill Bear himself, but before he can pull the trigger, Thea shoots Chop like the motherfucking badass she is. Chop dies and falls over the balcony railing, threatening to pull Bear down because they're handcuffed together, but King reaches over and saves him, and they chop off Chop's hand. But I love it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Okay. They hear a whole bunch of noise and they look over the railing to find the beach bastards are all on their knees with their hands behind their heads and guns pointed at them. Ted and his MC, the Wolf Warriors, are there to help. After a heartfelt speech from Bear, the lawless MC is formed. Bear gets a letter from Grace explaining that Sadie is her daughter and she ran away and got involved with the MC life. And when Chop found out Bear was spending time with Grace, he threatened to kill her and him if she saw him again. And like the badass Grace is, 
She told Chop he would have to shoot her. Chop agrees to let Bear continue spending time with Grace as long as she doesn't tell Bear anything. While cleaning up at the compound, they find cells in one of the sheds that hold a whole bunch of BBBs, beach bastards, bitches, and some other people. No one could get a hold of Bear, so they showed up at King's house and explained this. And the last person Bear and King expect comes out of the vehicle. Motherfucking preppy, bro. (laughs) Anyway, cut to four years later. Thea and Bear have a child. He's the president of the Lawless MC. And Thea is his old lady. Happy ending. Yay! (laughs) Golf claps. Golf claps. We forgot to mention, though, too, while she was taking her involuntary nap or after, I'm still a little unsure about that. Preppy comes to visit her and it's the funniest thing, but we'll get into that in our questions later. Yes. Lexi, what does your face look like today? Um, One eye looks amazing. The other eye kind of looks like a child's painting. <laughs> so I did. We'll start with the child's painting one. The beginning of the book, there's a scene where she kind of goes on about there's the storm and then love and hate and all this other shit. And it feels like uh, this warning that her darkest days are coming because of the storm and all the shit. Anyways, I liked it. So I was like, cool. Uh, It explains that like dark clouds are coming in and encroaching on the blue skies and all that. So I have on the inner corner yellow for the sun. The center is blue for the blue sky, obviously. Then I tried to make look like the black that's coming in and the mixed with some gray uh look like clouds it just looks like i just don't know how to do my makeup that's that (laughs) the other eye that's beautiful is for when they went and burned down um thea's old house in jessup it has in the crease it's red the outer corner is a dark orange and then the lid is a lighter orange super pretty loving it uh kind of wish i didn't i messed it up just a little bit but it still looks great what did you do (laughs) okay so i had (laughs) Great plans. Okay. It was going to look so good. I have. Let me just tell you my idea first. I was going to recreate the white lace handkerchief with blood all over it. Okay. This is when um they kill Mr. Is it Mr. Coleman? Yeah. Mr. Coleman. The Sunlandio, not Sunlandio guy. I can't remember his real name for the life of me because obviously it didn't make that much of a... It's like Trek or something stupid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's insignificant. Anyway, after Bear uh, chokes the life out of him, he like cleans his hands off with like a paper... (laughs) A paper clip! (laughs) (laughs) With a handkerchief, okay? And so that's the imagery I went with. I uh, put white on like the outer part of my eye and like into a little bit of a wing. And then I put lace up and did red shadow through the lace so that there's a lace pattern. And then I did the inner eye um, red, the inner part of the lid red with like a white inner corner. And I did that on both of my eyes because this time I decided not to be a risk taker and they both looked like shit. So they look good. I also decided to break out the white eyeliner, and that's where it all went to hell. So I have a whole bunch of white eyeliner on. I'm also a very white person. I called my boyfriend, and he was like, you look like a motherfucking clown. So I think it looks good. I think I look like a fucking clown. So can't win them all. <laughs> I think it looks good, but whatever. Dang. All right. <laughs> Some questions. 
Yes. <laughs> what did you think of the glimpses into both Bear and Thea's past in the beginning of the book? Okay, so obviously this is a reread for me. I knew basics, right? But I totally forgot that Grace died. I totally forgot, like, all of these things. And I one of the things that I forgot was that Joker, from the beginning, is his bio-granddad. And Leia was like, oh, fuck, okay. Anyway, so I liked it because I liked bears. I did not like Thea's, like, just the very first one. And then I thought, like, I'm really not for past and present books because I like to stay in the moment. But mm-hmm. it was done pretty well. What about you? I liked it because I feel like it kind of, it gave us, a, especially for bears, a lot more insight onto kind of, I mean, how young he was when Chop stopped treating him like a son. I also liked that we got to see in the very, very beginning of the book um, his interaction with Joker. Yes. And he was kind of like, what the, like, what the hell? Like, some random dude is showing, like, actual care for me. And so... And he didn't even know he was his fucking grandson. Yeah, and so I liked that, like, at the beginning. Although I totally forgot by, like, the end of the book that we actually saw Joker interact with him. Yeah, it made it so much more heartfelt. Uh Uh-huh. And then I, let's see, I think in Thea's, one of hers, I believe it was, um, it had to do with Bucky. Yeah, it did. It was her going to get the chain. Oh, that's right. I liked that because I was like, oh, okay, clearly once, once the shop owner saw the the ring, he was like, Mm -hmm. oh, fuck. Nope. I liked it. I thought it was good. So this book, I decided to start tabbing and this is the first time I have not gone over the top crazy with my tabbing, okay? Nice. So, usually it's, like, ridiculous. But anyway, the very Same. first tab <laughs> that I have on here is in Bear's flashback to how his dad treats him. And when he accidentally walks into a girl sucking his dick, and he, like, he's like, shit, and he tries to get out, whatever. He says, the black eye took two months to go away. And after that, he put me on gate duty for the entire fucking month. Do you know how hard you have to hit somebody in the face to have a black eye last for two months? How close that, like, it could have turned from just a black eye to death? Exactly. I, like, rereading that, I was like, oh my fucking god. That's why I got so pissed off when Sadie was claiming that Bear was just like Chop. Thoughts on Chop's massacre of the Beach bastard bitches. I was a little shocked when we found out. I was like, what the fuck? But then it was also was like, I mean, he's, it shows how crazy and like paranoid he got. Out of control. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I, I feel like it spoke a little bit more to like his paranoia. I agree like, for sure. Of somebody ratting on him and everything. Like, oh my gosh, it was crazy. I was absolutely disgusted by not only the massacre of the Beach Bastard bitches, but also what happened to Emily and what he did to Emily right yep. in front of, what was his name? Oh, I can't remember, but yeah. That broke like, my heart. I was heart. like, that is fucking awful. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just trying to, like, get out of this life. And, like, oh, my God, it hurt my soul. Like, I was like... Oh my god. Okay, we gotta move on before I get started. It sad. definitely cements your your like hatred for Chop though. Absolutely. So what Absolutely. did you th- Yeah. What did you think of the phone call Bear made to Thea like in the very beginning when he was in prison before he went MIA for six fucking months? <laughs> First of all, the fact that it was a dream <laughs> pissed me off. 
Okay, I was sitting here and I was like, oh my god, this is so good, this is so good. And then I even put a fucking sticky note, like a tab in my fucking book, because I was like, he swallowed the phone, how does that work? And then I, <laughs> then I turned the page and it was like, and it was a dream. And I was like, fuck you, okay, fuck you. I wanted it to be so real, so badly. I'm in the same boat as you, and I just wanted to put it in here to see your reaction. I was so mad. Like, at first I was confused, then I was like, how fucking dare you? (laughs) Okay, did you expect Thea to listen to Bear? Not fucking all. (laughs) No, absolutely not. (laughs) This is Thea. I totally agree. And then that kind of goes into the next question of, like, thoughts on Bear being mad at Thea for, quote-unquote, not listening to him. And first of all, I was pissed because I was like, bitch, she did listen to you. She didn't come to see you. She didn't try to get in contact with you. She didn't any of that. She stayed for six months not hearing a damn thing from anybody about Bear. And the one time she gets sick of it and she's like, I want to help. He finds her and is like, you don't listen to me. Like, I was so mad. I was like, that's not fair at all. (laughs) I have mixed feelings on it because I understand why he wanted her to listen and why he was mad. But I also understand Thea's point of view. Like, she didn't understand why he was telling her to do what she was doing. And he didn't understand or she didn't understand, like, the purpose of it. But I feel like she still did what he asked. You know what I mean? Well, she did up until a certain point. (laughs) Up until she drugged Rage. (laughs) Yes. And but, I, like, I feel like... That's... And that's where, like, I, I understand what he's, like, thinking. And, like, because he, you know, he knows. Like, he was like, oh, they're going to, you know, find out all this other yeah. shit. So that I understand. But I also think that he should have told her why. Or at least yeah. let King tell her why. I agree. And, like, I feel like it's not very realistic to expect somebody to just like listen to you for six months and not hearing anything about anything you know what I mean like I feel like that was unrealistic and then the fact that he kept bringing it up like when they're smashing in the bathroom and he tells her to like put her hands on the counter or something like that or grab the counter and she, she does it and he goes she finally listens or whatever and I was like fuck you bitch she was listening the whole time she didn't listen one time she didn't listen more than one time but I know, but it, it in really this pissed book, me off. In this book, it was... No, I'm not... Like, I'm not disagreeing with you. Like, yeah, it was really irritating. But I also, like, at the same time with that, understand why in his brain he was pissed off. Because he was yeah. like, bitch, I did this to, like, make sure you were safe. And yeah. he didn't even fucking listen. But it's still not okay. Don't I get agree. me wrong with that. All right. First impression of rage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One. The first thing when she walks into the fucking hotel room and she's talking about germs... <laughs> Okay, I was like, this bitch needs to end up with Gus. Like, because it's almost word for word what fucking Gus says in the last book. Like, he's like, do you know how many, like, how much bacteria is in motel rooms? And, like, all of this. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then the fact that she's like, oh, there's mold. There's mold. Like, she, like, has an asthma attack. And then King asks a question and she just is fine. Like. I was like, this bitch is great. I freaking loved her. (laughs) She was so great. And, like, she's like, you want me to go with her? And he's like, yeah. (laughs) She's just talking about, like, casually blowing up buildings. 
Oh, I love it. What did you think when Bucky was kissing Thea in the cruiser and he was yanked out before you found out that it was Bear? I thought that because at the end of the last book, we got the um, the clip of her being kidnapped, right? Of her yeah. um, and then being tortured. I thought that was the moment. I was like, oh, no. Oh, bitch, no. No, 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 no. This cannot be happening. I was so relieved when we found out Bear was there to get get her. But I was also, so first of all, I was also really pissed off because I was like, dude, she just fucking told you that it's never going to happen and that she loves Bear and she's going to be with Bear. What the fuck do you not understand? It was giving me major SA vibes and it Mm -hmm. pissed me off. I was like, you don't kiss someone that doesn't want to be kissed and you don't push forward when they say no or try to stop it. Like, I was like, I do not like Bucky. And but then, imagine, like, like, but imagine what he would have done had Bear not been there. Like, because exactly. she, she tried really hard to get him off and she couldn't get him off herself. And I'm trying to find the quote of what she said to him. Like, I, I am totally okay with the fact that Bear broke his wrist. I am too. I would agree with that. So, and then he goes on like this. He had been on this, like, trip about... Oh, well, when you want a normal life, like, you're going to hate that you're with him and whatever. And she said, she looks at Bucky and she says, I needed help just now. Someone to protect me from you of all people. And he was here. Where were you when I needed help, Buck? Not today, but when the, when the Grove and my family were falling apart and I needed a friend more than anything. Where were you when I needed you? Because I know where he will be when I need him, which is a lot more than I can say for you. And like I was like, oh, shit, that was good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, Bucky pisses me off. Yes. I wish I wish she let Bear kill him, though, because, you know, he deserved that. Because now imagine he did that to Thea. What is he going to do to somebody else that he thinks that he really, really wants but doesn't want him? Exactly. It's just, ooh. You bring up a very good point. He didn't get, like, and this is the thing, is he didn't get an actual punishment for it. Yeah, his wrist broke, but all he's going to see that that as is, oh, I I tried to tell her Bear's a bad guy, and Bear's just a bad guy. He does this to anybody and everybody. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm so heated. We probably need to move on to the next question. What did you think about the fact that Bear was out of jail for two weeks before he came to see Thea. Okay, obviously, I've already said it. This was a reread for me. I was sitting over here thinking I was having a goddamn heart attack because my chest hurt. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, why would he do that? And, like, I'm like, bitch, you already know why. But, like, I was still, like, my heart was like, no. And I was very glad that, like, the next page was when he was, like, there because I was mm-hmm. like, I am not okay. What about you? So my first reaction when I first read when Buck told her, Bucky, Bucky feels weird. So I'm going to continue saying Buck because she calls him that as like a shorter name for some things or whatever. But anyways, oh, I but haven't Bucky? noticed. Okay. Does Paige? Bucky? Wait, wait, wait. What? Does Bucky, the name Bucky, not give you Marvel vibes? Oh my God. Moving on. <laughs> so I have it labeled here in my notes. Page 90. A little sus, but if it's true, I'm going to be so pissed at Bear, and he is no longer my favorite. <laughs> and then, no, and then, page 92. Oh, thank fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. That and was that was funny. when he explained, like, why his purpose of, like, not yeah. coming to see her right away. I was like, oh, thank fuck. Okay, he's still my favorite. <laughs> I love that, because that's me reading everything. Like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> And it's like, oh, thank God. 
Oh, dude, I will, like, here I'm sure throughout this, I'll be reading my notes to you as I've, like, gotten to certain points. <laughs> All right. Do you think that Bear should have let Thea go with him when he was going to get everything ready for the quote-unquote war with Chop? I think, yeah. She, I mean, she's a, obviously we know she's a badass. She can shoot like a badass motherfucker. I think she, like, he should have let her go. She was willing to go. She's willing to put her life and all of that shit at risk to help him. Yeah. But I also, from his point of view, understand where it was like, hey, we need to keep you away from this. And then he can come home and make sure that she's there when he gets back. Yeah. So I didn't really have any feelings about it because I was like, all right, let him go do whatever. Like, I didn't really care about what he was going to do. So I was like, cool. Thea can stay home and chill with Rage. (laughs) And the coyote. (laughs) The dog at this point. No, was that when the coyote was... Because he knew, because he was like, that's not a dog, that's a coyote. My thing was, oh my fucking god, a coyote, only Thea. (laughs) (laughs) I have it tabbed in here, okay? He's like, that's your dog? Yep, that's pancakes. He goes, no, it's not. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, it is. You're not afraid of dogs, are you? I'm not afraid of dogs. Good, then let's, but that's not a dog. What are you talking about? (laughs) T, I hate to be the one to tell you this. Tell me what. Your dog is a coyote. (laughs) I was dying. I was like, this is so funny. Oh my god. So good. I love it. All right. Do you think Mr. Coleman was more than just a man? Did you think that Mr. Coleman was just more? Holy fuck. Do do you want me to ask a question? Yes, please. (laughs) Did you think that Mr. Coleman was more than just a man coming to try and buy the orange farm? I said farm because I couldn't think of the word grove off the top of my head. The orange farm? It's not a fucking farm. Okay. Um, Uh, No, I did not see that coming at all. Like, I just hated the motherfucker anyway. And, like, I was like, cool, now I can hate him even more. The second time he came came around, I was like, "Mm, something seems a little off with him. Dude, sus. So that's where I was at. Thoughts oh, wait, on Grace but, dying. Wait, I have one more note to add that kind of goes along with Mr. Coleman. Because, you know, when he, uh, when Brage leaves, he's <laughs> like, nothing will happen. It'll be fine. My note, fuckity fuck fuck. I know, right? <laughs> what are your feelings on Grace dying? Um, well, as my notes say, not Grace. I'm fucking crying. This series just wants to break my fucking heart. First Preppy, then Grace. What the actual fuck? But at so, least one came back. That is true. So that's my feelings. I loved Grace. I was very devastated. But I'm also, when you think about what the doctor was saying, where he was like, she shouldn't have lived this long. Like, we were all very yeah. surprised. Like, she's a badass motherfucker. She was not going to die. <laughs> No. I my the thing that makes me the most sad is that she died before Preppy got home. That was what I was about to say. And like Because I was like, poor Preppy, he didn't get to be there to say goodbye. Like, oh there's a point in here where like all of my sticky notes are blue <laughs> because I was really <laughs> sad. And blue is the color of Ashley, this is sad. So <laughs> um, but I'm trying to find the note of where I had it because like when she's like, okay, I might tear up a little bit. She is leaving and she says, I see Edmund. Edmund, my darling. Where's my girl? Where is she? And my Samuel. I want to see my Grace's sentence faded away just as she did. Okay. Just let the goosebumps happen for just a sec. And she's not gonna, she okay. won't actually see Preppy for a and while. 
And wait, she thought that her daughter died and she thought that Preppy died. Mm-hmm. The only one that was actually dead was Edmund. And so she could only see Edmund. So it was like a foreshadow of like Preppy isn't dead. But Sadie did die soon enough so she'll get to see her daughter at least. Well, no, her daughter's probably going to hell and she's going to heaven for sure. Absolutely. All right, moving on because I'm sad now. (laughs) Wait, hold on one more thing. (laughs) When it got to where Grace was dying, I texted Lexi and I was like, not me fucking sobbing like I haven't read this book before. (laughs) I was dying. I was like, no. Okay. That was me with the deal though and like my (laughs) reaction to (laughs) Garrett's dad being like, you can't see him anymore. Yes. My gas like that bastard. <laughs> All right. What were your first thoughts when Ray and Thea found the picture of Bear as a baby taped to Grace's plate? I was hella confused the first time I read it. Like I was like, what the fuck is go like I was so confused and then I forgot about it because she got kidnapped. So like So I told you that at some point in the book I was like, Grace is more than just some random lady that became a mom. I think this might have been what it was. I think I was like, maybe she's his mom or his grandma or something. But I was like, she's more than just some random lady. Like, she has to be if she only has a picture of Bear as a baby. Yeah. Like, if she had one of King and Preppy, too, then I would have been like, okay, maybe she somehow found it. But, like, I was like, no, something, something's fishy here. Yeah, and, like, I remember that from, like, when I first started reading these, like, the first time I read them. It's, like, I was, like, is she his mom? Like, Mm -hmm. but, like, they wanted to have kids, so, like, why, like, that doesn't add up. And, like, so it made sense to me after it was revealed that she was his grandma. Mm -hmm. What are your final thoughts on Preppy visiting Thea when she got kidnapped? Or your first thoughts? (laughs) Well, (laughs) I have here. We going back in the archives for this shit. I fucking miss Preppy. And then I texted Ashley. I was like, Preppy, they're Preppina the Magnificent. And then I went, oh my God, Preppy, crying face. <laughs> and I put this quote in here. No dick though. I draw the line there. Okay, only all the way in, but only for like an hour or two. Sound good? <laughs> I, missed, I missed fucking Preppy, man. Oh, I love God. It. That was the perfect, like, the perfect first meeting for her with Preppy. Exactly. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. I 100% agree. So. What are your thoughts on how long it took Thea to think of calling Ted? Dude, the whole time I was sitting there, I was like, bitch, just call fucking Ted. You just talked to him. He said if you needed anything to call. I was so mad. I was like, come on, Thea, you're fucking smarter than this. Think I... a little. I'm so mad so fucking mad i was like the complete opposite like she was like oh i have someone to call and i was like who are we calling who are we calling (laughs) here's my note took her fucking long enough i'm surprised she didn't think of it sooner she's smarter than this god damn it (laughs) no bro i was totally like i fell for that shit because i was like like the sex happened and i was like i don't care about anything else that happened before this and then i was like oh yeah that did happen did you see gus being the rat i didn't in the first or in the last book but this one i was like he's just now that i think about it he's kind of weird and then once he was there i was like i mean it makes sense Yeah, and, like, I just felt bad for him. Like, I was like, the poor guy got taken advantage of, and, like, it's not fair. No, but, I mean, he's still, he still knew better, and he still went along with it. That's true. I just really wanted him to be with Rage. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that if Thea hadn't killed Chop, 
that he would have actually killed Bear. My internal optimist really wants to say that he would have killed himself rather than kill his son. But after reading this book, I am not convinced at all that that's what would have happened. Like, he did not exhibit any redeeming qualities. And I wish to God that... I say that like I'm a fucking... Not an atheist. That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know I said it in one of these episodes and I was like, that sounds really weird coming from my mouth. <laughs> I know, right? But like, it just... It reminds me of... Have you read Serpent and Dove? No, not yet. It is on my reading... Or it is on my list, though. I have it. I have the first... Or I have... Right here. Okay, well, then I can't say this. But anyway, it reminds me of Serpent and Dove because there actually is a redeeming moment for the dad in that case. And I feel like he would have had one, but I just don't see Chop taking it. He was too far gone. I, I'll be honest, that when we were reading that part, I I was like, I had a feeling because I was like, this motherfucker is just going to do anything he can to try and get Sadie to like... Be like, oh no, I need to, I need to not kill him or whatever. I, I honestly thought he was just doing it to try and get on Sadie's good side. I did not trust him whatsoever. So, yeah. Did you think Grace was in any way blood related to Bear um, before the letter? If not, was it a shock when he did read the letter? <clears throat> I, I figured there was something here, right? So, like, I had to think back and I was like, no, he wasn't in foster care. So she wouldn't have been a foster mom. Like, like there's something, like, there's some way that she would have known him as a baby and not told him anything. And I could not put the fucking pieces together, even though we had all the motherfucking pieces. And like, you just didn't want to do the puzzle. (laughs) Yeah, bro. Like, I was doing a completely different puzzle with the same fucking pieces. And I was like, why isn't this working? And then we got the letter, and like, it was like, oh shit, that makes a lot of fucking sense. (laughs) So, like I said earlier, I knew like at some point that they were blood related, like in some way. But so I was actually really happy, especially when I had texted you because I was like, oh, I figured it out. And then when you told me that you didn't guess it, I was like, oh, this is a first. Normally it's the other way around. I'm sitting there going, I'm sitting there doing a different puzzle with the same pieces and you're the one putting it all together. (laughs) What were your feelings when Preppy got out of the van? In all caps. Preppy! <laughs> I like fucking missed that motherfucker! I know. I was like, I missed that motherfucker! Oh my god, I, I missed him so fucking much. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for our next book, or the next book in this series, because it's going to be Preppy's first book. Oh, I'm so excited! And he has three books. Like, I'm so fucking excited. Oh, Do you we want to went... something super annoying? What? The formatting on each of like the hardcover books are different so like they don't look like they belong together when they're on my shelf and like it drives me insane which was my issue with the mistake and why I sent it back and I think I found a used version that matches L. Kennedy's uh independent published one I couldn't do it my mom was like why don't you just buy all of the copies again in the new um in the bloom published (laughs) one I'm like because I still need that one in that one particular print mother like, that's on the list, but I need this first. But what were your feelings when Preppy got out of the van the first time you read it? Think the first back. first time I read it, I, okay, judge me all you want. <laughs> I was at work and I was like, yo, I'm gonna take a 15. And I didn't want to be bothered. So your bitch went into the bathroom and was just sitting in the bathroom in the fucking stall on my phone reading. <laughs> and I was fucking ecstatic. I'm sitting there and I was like, huge ass grin on my face. Like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> And, like, 
I was like, this is so great. And then I had to go back to work. But like, I immediately downloaded the next book because I was like, nope, not doing that. I need this now. <laughs> so my 15 uh, was more like a 25. But it uh, happens to the best of us. <laughs> <laughs> Did you agree with them burning down Thea's old home? Hell yeah. I was so for it. Like, I was like, Same. this toxic ass location needs to be cleansed. Like, I was like, get the sage up in here, get all of this bad juju out, and then blow the motherfucker. Like, I was like, this thing needs to go. I liked it because even if, like, with burning everything, they could still use it as a fresh start, build their own home there. They could get rid of the the orange grove, all of that stuff. I liked it. I mean, I did do one of my makeup looks off of it, so there's so that. So tine, tine. Yeah. Feelings on Bear wanting to hear Thea sing Sinatra at the very end when it shows the clip with their kids, um, when their kid asked her to sing I and I believe it was the same song that Grace sang or that she sang to Grace as Grace passed away yeah tears bro All the I tears. put I put in my notes fucking crying again thank you <laughs> like I was just so emotionally a wreck the first time <laughs> yeah. that I read it like I was like Grace died but Preppy's back but Grace died and they had a kid but Grace died <laughs> I read this like I think I finished it 10 minutes before I had to walk out the door for work. Oh, I was a wreck that day. I was a fucking I would wreck. Be like, someone would be like, can you fill this prescription? And I'd be like, no! <laughs> Grace died! <laughs> Luckily, all I had to do, I didn't have to talk to anybody, I just had to clean the saunas, luckily. So I got to just be away from everybody. <laughs> Oh my god, that was a lot of discussion for my poor heart. This is what you get for having me write the document. <laughs> the very, very summarized synopsis, but very in-depth <laughs> a lot of fucking questions. <laughs> I vibe with it, though. I like it. Okay. Let us know what you like, listeners. I say, like, there's more than one person that's gonna <laughs> listen. <laughs> Actually, the stats for our podcast says that we have five listeners, or not five, 15, 15 consistent listeners. So, so I don't know where the ones that aren't our family are coming from, but. <laughs> okay, so today my preceptor was like, what are you going to do tonight? And I was like, oh, I'm going to record my podcast. And she's like, what? And it was asking me questions. She's like, how many listeners do you have? And I, and I was like. Uh, like, 15. <laughs> and, like, I was like, so, yeah. <laughs> Did you tell her we just started? <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, 15, but we just started at the beginning of the year. <laughs> I don't, this is why I told one person at work. And, like, she was very excited, but she was, like, not impressed with the listeners. So I was like, all right, we're not doing that again. <laughs> I know, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know, bro. I just put it out and like <laughs> we're doing this for fun, okay? We're doing it for funsies. <laughs> All right, getting into the current reads. Um, I read a couple more chapters of House and Earth of, or House of Earth and Blood by Sarah Because I'm not in the mood for fantasy. Leave me alone. <laughs> then I read Say You Swear by Megan Brandy. That one fucking broke me. 
in so many ways. It made I was laughing, I was crying. Oh my god, it was an emotional roller coaster. So good though. 10 out of 10 recommend. Obviously, I read Solace by T.M. Fraser. Um, then I read, oh my god, the cutest book I think I've ever read. 1% of You by Michelle Gross. So it's grumpy neighbor he's a tattoo artist and then this lady she's a single mom um she's pregnant and she has one kid already born he hates the kid but then they end up getting like some sort of weird friendship oh my god it is so fucking adorable i love it then i started haunting adeline by hd carlton oh my god it's the first 25 percent had i was sitting in my room terrified i felt like someone was watching me just because of this fucking book and i was like i need to be around people right now <laughs> This is not okay. I'm terrified. <laughs> this, so I'm going to be starting, because um, I'm about 75% done, all by the time we record next, which will be in a couple of days. This is why my list is so short. <laughs> um, Hunting Adeline by H.D. Carlton. That's the second one in the duo. Um, so then, obviously, the score by L. Kennedy, because I need to reread that before we record that. So that's yeah. that. What are you reading, Ash? All right. So I finished... The Secrets in Shadow and Blood, which is the Fae Guardian series. The I think it's called like the Season of the Vampire by Lana Petrzik. How do we decide to say that? We're going with it. Um, it shows up. Okay, don't judge me. I get on Facebook. It shows up on my Facebook when I'm scrolling all the time, and it's like you've never seen vampires like these, and like I was so bored. The whole book was boring. Uh, would not recommend. Next. <laughs> Next, I read Together by Jennifer Van Wyck. Pregnancy romance. It was so good. I was dying. Okay. It's, um, they both break up with their like significant others of multiple years, two and three years. And they both go to the same bar, end up getting drunk. They hook up. They spend the night together, the next day, the next night, and then they end. And then five weeks later, or they made a deal that they wouldn't reach out to each other until three months had gone by. And five weeks later, he's going to get pads for his pregnant sister for after when she gives birth. And she is there buying a pregnancy test. And ooh, what do you know? Pregnant. It was really good. Um, There was... Definitely some toxic family shit happening. I loved it. I also realized, like, while I was halfway done reading it, the, the dress on the front had giraffes on it. And I love giraffes, okay? I have a giraffe tattoo. Giraffes are my life. We're also so, going to be writing a giraffe shifter book. Tattoo? <laughs> because there's no giraffe shifter books. And I'm quite upset about it, okay? So we're going to write our own. Um... We're stupid. <laughs> anyway, I liked that book. It was great. Next, I read Battles of the Broken. It was, I think it's book six in the Sons of Templar MC series. I read books one through five in 2021. They are very heavy books. Book five ends very heavy because there's um, drug and sexual assault and um, a girl is drugged so that she could be repeatedly raped after she's kidnapped. And it's very, very dark. So I had to take a break, but I read Battles of the Broken book six and Deadline to Damnation book seven. They were so good. Deadline to Damnation is, well, Battles of the Broken, obviously they're both broken and they fall in love and it's really, really cute. And uh, he was like abused when he was younger so he has scars all over his body and anytime girls see it they freak out so he's never able to like have relationships deadline to damnation is she and him were both like high school sweethearts they were engaged to be married he goes off to fight in the war 
and is told and everybody is told that he died. And then 10 years later, she goes to do a story because she's a reporter and she's a war reporter. She goes to report on the MC war that this MC is part of and she finds him. And it's them like navigating that. Um, Next, I started the Voyeur series. Voyeur is a club. Super awesome. You just go and watch people do shit. Um, Not everybody's cup of tea, but it was a great book. Uh, The first book is called Voyeur. And it is a student-teacher romance, and it's really cute. I liked it. Lover is the next one. Finished that one yesterday. And all I've got to fucking say, guys, this is why you don't face them with friends. Okay? This is why. You cut out a little bit, so just repeat what you said, and we'll leave in the angry part still. Okay. (laughs) This is why you don't threesome with friends. Okay? This is why. It's just kind of common sense. I know. Tell Jacob that, please. Okay. You don't threesome with friends because ruins relationships and the friend always has feelings for one of the parties and then they get together and one person is left out. Anyway, this was a MMF MM story um, and it was really cute. I liked it, but I will not be continuing because I was really mad about this whole threesome situation. So, why do they have to pick one? Why can't everybody just have poly relationships? I will never understand. You get more dick. You get more orgasms. I, I don't get it. Anyway, my current reads. I have started House of Sky and Breath by SJM. Um, I'm on like chapter three and I'm really, <clears throat> whoa. I'm really looking forward to reading it because I've read like the first chapter and some girl is, or the first like paragraph some girl is sitting on Rune's face. And I'm like, okay. Also, the prologue's really long. Moving on. Oh my god, I hate long prologues. But it's crazy, bro. So the next one I'm reading is Terms and Conditions by Lauren Asher. It's the second book of the Dreamland Billionaire series. I forgot it's out. I know. I was looking through so my excited. like TBR and I was like, that's out now. So I'm reading it. It's a marriage of convenience. Really good. Thus far, obviously, I'm like 15% in. Um, And I am. I started Scars of Yesterday, which is the next book in the Sons of Templar series. And I read like the prologue of that one. And it's like, this story does not have a happy ending. So that bitch is on the back burner right now because my heart. Um, And then also starting the score by Al Kennedy. Yeah, my mom already read it. So maybe we'll just have her come on and she can give the synopsis. Yes. (laughs) And then tell us her makeup look. Yes. (laughs) Hi, my makeup look is ready for work (laughs) okay so social media guys if you guys want to discuss with us any of the things we brought up here because there were a lot a lot a lot if you want to see the massive epic fail of our makeup looks today minus lexi's eye one eye, minus <laughs> one of Lexi's eyes. <laughs> one of the four looks looks good. Okay. <laughs> That's a really sad, sad, sad number. I know. We failed. Um, Check us out. TikTok is, fuck, what is the TikTok? <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's blues.library and then Instagram is blues.library and blues.library podcast. We'd love to see y'all there. We'd love to chat with y'all. Um, And you guys have a great week. Don't do drugs. Use a condom. Don't drink and drive. All of that good stuff. All those good tips. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye, Bye. y'all.